We're here today with Robin Gibson, designer of Starship Babel and the upcoming Arcane Bakery Clash. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Biddable. Easily led, taught, or controlled. Docile. Capable of being bid. So what do you have for that? Did, did that spark anything right away? or Okay, so I, I, the, the picture I had of in, in my head um, was like a bigger chessboard, and there's like a bunch of neutral colored pawns on it. Um, and then... Uh, I like, like bigger chessboard just as a, as a, as a yeah, product. Yeah. It's a product. Like bigger chessboard. Yeah, like, <laughs> like chess, but bigger. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, so like maybe a, a 15 by 15 or a 10 by 10 kind yeah. of deal. And then. Um, and 10 by 10 like, is considerably bigger. Like it, 10 by 10, yeah, yeah, it's, it's considerably <laughs> bigger, but. That my my thought was, uh, you have like maybe it's for two to four players, and each player has their own colored king, and then the pawns are on their turn. They can control the pawns that are closer to their king than any other players. Okay, so they're not owned. Yeah, no, no the the, the pawns um, change hands yeah, based cool. on. Um, based on proximity um yeah and then uh, i like for I, I just had this like kind of idea right away and so that's what I, that's what i've got down for my notes um and then when you uh the the other the other part of that was um that you get uh one move per pawn that you control. And so your your goal is to um, make it so that the other players can't move. Okay, yeah. No, that's cool. One of the the things that I've always stressed I, I've always stressed I've always struggled with was thinking about those like thinking about this bigger chessboard. <laughs> but uh, in a in a in a multiplayer game like when you have three players, how how do you do that? Like, because one player's in the middle and they're sandwiched between the other two, and on most games, that's that's a downside and a difficulty. And I always think about that in any kind of square board where you have, you know, where you have a side that you start on and, and things like that. Um. Yeah. I don't like like uh, I I, play, I played a lot of Sorry as a kid, and you definitely had that that what situation where there was somebody you know like if you if you were in the lead then everyone everyone was behind you but if you were in the middle then you had like uh you didn't want to go too far ahead or somebody could play a, a two and smoosh you but then uh yeah there's chomping at the heels um yeah i don't i my my thought with this was that you kind of have a quarter of the board to yourself, like maybe everybody starts in one of the corners, and because the goal is to uh, like prevent the other players from being able to move, that could be the end point. So, like by the point by the time where stuff got bunched up a bit, 
excuse me, that would be the end of the game. Yeah, it's starting to wind down at that point. Yeah. That's cool. The The definition for this was, uh, not the definition, but the example was unfailingly sweet and biddable. He never put his teeth on another creature, not even when he was bitten on the snout by a friend's 10-week-old puppy. We almost doubted his full canine credentials, no pack instincts, no resource guarding. So that's, that's, that's a neat little side trick on it. Um, I always go deep with these and try to bring all of it together for some reason. Then I, I read this and I would think that this this mega chessboard has these these dogs for some reason. And then I would just I would just run with it in some terrible direction that I kinda get stuck in. That's that's kinda what I do is I read these and I get stuck in one thing and just can't get off of it. I, I always have like um like, like just the the way I normally design is to get the absolute smallest thing done first. And so it's hard for me to think past that sometimes. Like, and as, as I'm describing this, I'm like, yep, that's definitely a thing. There's not a whole <laughs> lot of it. So you start small and then grow, which is funny because some people just make these massive, massive games and then just edit down. And I know yeah, like yeah, yeah. I've been on the other side where you are, where I start with this, this small thing and then kind of add to it. And recently I did something where I made something large, just threw everything out at once and then edited it down. And it was, it was considerably different. It was, it was a neat experience. Um, and it was just kind of, it was throwing out all the ideas that come just throwing them in immediately. So if like, you know, we're talking about this, we have these dogs, we have this three player thing and blah, blah, blah. And you just start throwing it all in and then get it on the table and then start cutting down. Which is it's neat. It's just a very different process. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, so can I? Can I? I can I tell you about my first uh, game design experiment? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was this. Uh, like the the design is currently called uh, Rock Town uh, because I I want the sequel to be called uh, Rock Town Rock Town Two uh, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Um, uh so but anyway the my i thought it was done and that was that was dangerous because i had a convention coming up and i went and ordered 10 boards um from the game crafter and figured like okay i can i can i can probably you know sell sell 10 boards um but 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 like it cost me like five hundred dollars when shipping was all done. Oh my god! And then and then I found a flaw on the board, and uh, so that, that that's that's me, this like eighteen year old, yeah, um, being like, well, uh, that was dumb. And so, like, uh, my 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 goal has has been since then to you know work my way up and not you know dive in with, with, a, with a giant design like that oh man yeah that would kind of put a stop to it pretty early on um yeah oh. i still have them all i have i i i've cannibalized the games because they they came part of the massive shipping was they came all assembled uh and so i've torn down the 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 individual games into their components. So I've got a big stack of boxes and a big stack of boards and 
I've used most of the cubes in like prototypes and stuff, but that's good. I was yeah. cleaning out my storage. I have two storage units and I was cleaning one out today and trying to just cut some things out and whittle that down, kind of like whittling a design down. But I uh, found all these old games that I made like 2008, 2009, the first game I kickstarted and I hand assembled all of it. And I was just like really close to just throwing them all in the trash because I don't know what I'm going to do with them. They have a die and I'm like, I could take the die out, but the rest of it I have just absolutely no use for. And I just str- I was like, I could give them to somebody to try to make something out of. And all right, I had no idea. I didn't throw them out. I wound up keeping them, but I don't know. I might take them to a convention and just hand them to people. Like I have no. It's it's not even. It's terrible. The whole thing. I'm a, I'm I'm going to a convention in March, and I've. Uh, I, I've booked uh, like a, a tournament slot, and it's 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 because there was not really anything for designers at the convention last year, and so I've booked it as a game jam. So my goal is my goal with that is to get uh, get rid of like a third of my board game components. That's good, yeah. Uh, uh, just by like having a big pile of them there and saying, okay, everybody, uh, let's design games, and you can take <laughs> them home. That's fun. That's yeah. It's it's recycling. It's all it's all good. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good. Uh, good chatting. Good chatting. Some uh, biddable. And yeah. uh, getting to let know a little bit about you because we've we've only talked once before and yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. And uh, so tell everybody where they can get in touch with you and how they can find your stuff. Okay. So um, my my website is uh, metalsnail.net. Uh, and uh, from there, there's links to my Twitter and my Tumblr, where it, which is which functions as my blog, and then also my Itchio page, where I post all of my uh, uh, both uh, uh, tabletop and digital games. Um, yeah, that's 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 like the hub. That's the hub. What what yeah. is what is Metal Snail? What's that? Where's that originate from? Okay, so. Um, there's this deep sea snail that, um, makes itself cha- like chain mail or pla- uh, plate mail armor out of, uh, metal sediments it finds at the, on the seafloor. Um, is this fictional and, uh, or real? No, this is real. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and at the time, like when I, when I started using it, I uh, you could get or I could get a metal snail username on just about any service. <laughs> so uh, that that's where that came from, that's and I just kind of stuck with it. I I do actually have it uh, registered as a business name. That's awesome. Cool. Well, it was good chatting, and uh, we'll yeah, do this again. You. All right. Yeah. Hopefully, very soon. <laughs>